Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, Let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse, and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening, and there was morning, the second day. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its own kind, on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its own kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night, and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds and the livestock according to their kinds and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today in our reading, we cover God's creation of the world and mankind. 
It's important to note that Genesis has historically been regarded as a book of the law. That's even how Jesus referred to it. It's not a science book or even a history book, though it does tell us a lot about both. This book is 100% true, but it isn't always 100% literal. For instance, when Psalm 100 says we're the sheep of his pasture, it's not saying we're literal sheep. All that to say, it's important to hold our scientific conclusions or opinions about Genesis 1 with an open hand, regardless of what we believe. It's also important to hold our questions with an open hand, because this book isn't necessarily here to answer them. It's here to reveal God to us. One of the things we see about God in today's reading is that he refers to himself in the plural form. In Genesis 1.26, he says, Let us make man in our image. What we see here, as well as in the rest of Scripture, is that the three persons of the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, were all present at creation. They each had a distinct task to accomplish here. God the Father gave the creation commands. The New Testament tells us that God the Son is the one who did the manual labor of creating things in response to the Father's commands. We see that in John 1 and Colossians 1. Meanwhile, God the Spirit hovered over the creation, sustaining and approving of it all. They worked in unison toward the same goal because they are the same God. There is unity and diversity within the Godhead. The Trinity can be confusing, but as we dig into this study, things will begin to become more defined and distinct for us. Many of us will see the unity and diversity of the three persons of God in new ways. For instance, did you know that God the Son has always existed? He was there in the beginning. He didn't just show up on the scene when he was in Mary's womb or when he was born in Bethlehem. That's one of the things today's Bible reading hints at and the rest of Scripture reveals. He has eternally existed in perfect unity with God the Father and God the Spirit. He's been here all along, and not only was he not made, but he made everything. We'll read more about this in Scripture over the next week, so keep your eyes peeled for it. I'm excited for us to be in the Word together each day. As you read or listen, keep looking for who God is, because He's where the joy is. I'm Tara Lee Cobble, and you're listening to the He's Where the Joy Is podcast presented by LifeWave.